Joe McMiniman, you're yeah. not going to hear it. I mean, you'll hear uh, you'll hear the the lack of support that he gets, okay. but you're not going to hear him like get up and run out. Oh, so that's okay. that's not the highlight. The highlight, though, is the annexation of a bunch of properties and um, a business owner in town kind of casting some shade on uh, Alderman. We'll get to that in a moment. But first, uh, Mayor Jim Langfelder wanted to open the meeting last night, uh, a two hour and 45 minute meeting uh, with a statement about something that happened over the weekend. I wrote out a statement because I want to be concise. And uh, for me, this is a personal matter and emotional one uh, that I take to heart. And uh, this past Sunday at four o'clock in the morning, Springfield responded to a pop-up party disturbance. This type of activity has been reported periodically throughout the summer. I was extremely concerned about the crowd's conduct toward our officers. Bottles were thrown, which seriously injured one of our own Springfield police officers. We as a community should not tolerate this type of behavior. Any attack or assault on our officers is an attack and assault on each and every one of us. The men and women of the Springfield Police Department are dedicated to keeping us all safe. Everyone in our community should show our officers the positive respect that they deserve because they protect and serve all of us. We will not tolerate aggressive behavior towards our officers. We will continue to work with everyone in our community to make Springfield the peaceful, respective, and supportive community that everyone wants and deserves. Thank you. So, um, a message about, uh, you know, the, making sure that people respect police. Um, we've seen this across the country, Ray, where, like, in New York City, uh, police officers responding to stuff are getting doused with water. and The the bottle uh, thing, like, when I watched the crowds. video, I couldn't see who threw the bottle in the video, but well, the, you the, see the, that bottle bouncing. The police chief uh, definitely reviewing tons of video. We know this is a dangerous job. We all signed up for it. We know that we put ourselves in harm's way at times, but... Uh, We've been working hard on the relationship with our community over the last six years to make it better. And there's just certain times things escalate for various reasons. With that say, uh, my officers did the right things. I watched hours and hours of video. We're still reviewing more. There's nothing that I've seen where my officers did anything wrong. Uh, with that said, uh, we're going to do our best to bring those to justice who threw the bottles. We're reviewing video. We have our law enforcement partners working with us, pulling video offline through various resources. And we will hold those accountable who threw the bottles when we find out who they are. So with that, my officer is doing well. He's still law off, obviously. He's suffering from a concussion and several staples to the head. Uh, so, but again, you know, this is one of those things that we all know the risk that we take. But I stand by my officers on this, and uh, they're 100% right from everything I've seen so far. A concussion and several staples to Dude, the head. Dude, these were big bottles. I mean, they were big enough to where Unbelievable. they were throwing these bottles, and I think they were— uh, somebody said Hennessy when they called in. I don't know if that's yeah. what they were, but nope. they were big, thick bottles. So when they missed and didn't hit anybody, you actually saw them bouncing. They were yeah. they were strong thick enough to bottles, not right. to not crack. Here's uh, Alderman Gregory. You know, I, I think I, I did make it clear in in in, in um, any statement that I've had that you know um, four o'clock, five o'clock gatherings. Um, 
in, in the neighborhood is not the best idea. I don't like getting calls at. Uh, I don't know if it's the best idea. I think it's probably illegal um, or <laughs> a horrible idea to have a outdoor gathering at four or five in the morning, right? I, I don't find anything wrong with having a peaceful gathering. The problem with this is it wasn't peaceful. It ended up being peaceful as in like a candlelight vigil. No, I'm just saying there's nothing wrong with, with having a bunch of people that are just talking and partying and whatever. Wow. The problem is, is... In the middle of a neighborhood? Yeah, see, I it was on, uh, I don't know, it was on a street corner where there were businesses, I thought. Uh, either way. Man, when my daughter getting woke up about those. Um, I have seen some of the videos. Um, I think we do have some opportunities to to look at it and make sure that we, um, in, 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 in high-pressure situations, that, you know, we, we maintain a high level... Um, you know, I definitely uh, spoke to those those individuals about those parties, and they're unacceptable. Um, and you know, some people are not too happy about that. And um, you know, I did see some things in those videos that they do concern me. So I, I definitely want to get with you and and um, uh, Deputy Chief and make sure that we, we we go through it and we look at it. And you know, if there's anything that we're missing, you know, we make sure we address. Here's uh, Alderman Redpath. I'm going to tell you right now, I've, I've, you guys have done a great job preparing. Um, we, the best thing that could come along is the video cameras that we have now that, that, uh, that we can look back and see all the evidence and see how things are going. The most important thing is that we just got to keep make sure we keep those neighborhoods safe, and we're doing a good job of it. And my condolences to to the officer that uh, was uh, injured. So thank you. Uh, Chuck, uh, Chuck wants those uh, Ward One parties that are happening at four in the morning to stop. Right. Here's here's the mayor. Decisively, one wasn't in favor of the police department. One was. And he's talking about uh, video yeah. uh, evidence, right? One was. Yeah. And so what I want to make sure everybody understands is. It's never okay to throw anything at a police officer. I don't care what it is. Yeah. That's not going to be tolerated. They're here. We and that's the problem with society across the United States. We lost respect. And when you don't respect an officer, you're not going to respect anybody. Mm. You know they're here to protect each and every one of us, and that's what they're here to do to serve us. And so we will look at the video. You know, there's I always critique myself. I don't watch council meetings time after time, but I'm sure people do tell me. I listen, and that's what we'll do. We will critique ourselves. What can we do differently? Uh, but really, with hope, you wish people in the crowd say, "Let's you know work together." You know, it's you know settle down or what have you. But any assault again or attack on our officers is attack on each and every one of us. It should never be tolerated, and it's not acceptable. So. Mm. They spent a good, you know, 10, 15 minutes or so at the beginning of the meeting addressing that. Oh, wow. I think that that um, definitely was top of mind for the mayor uh, to get off his chest after seeing the video. And I mean, for crying out loud, that officer's got staples yeah, and they, in his head and a concussion. They Yikes. threw this big, heavy bottle. Literally, yeah. He could have died. Nuts. Just nuts. All right, coming back. Again, a lot to get to. Long meeting last night. Uh, they did have zoning with, you know, a liquor establishment getting, you know, granted or what? I, there are a whole bunch of zoning stuff. I, we, we're skipping that. <laughs> we're skipping all oh, of this. Uh, however, we are going to spend some time on the um, more than 50 acres that the city annexed into uh, the city of Springfield from unincorporated areas, these so-called uh, holes in the donut. Mm -hmm. uh, but they're on the east side. A slew of business owners stood up to oppose it. We'll hear from several of them. Uh, coming up here with the Council Roundup, so stay tuned. All right, we'll take a break. Come back with more Council Roundup. And just
Let's get back to the council roundup. Let me just say that I am extremely disappointed. As am I. All right. A lot to get to. Um, let's talk about annexations. 50 different uh, acres, bunch of different businesses involved in this. Uh, and I think all of them that spoke at the council last night were not happy about it. Uh, here is one in particular. Yes, Mayor. My name is Paul Raphael Lejeune. Uh, I want to say hello and good evening to the council and the corporate council. I'm originally from Boulder, Colorado. I've made this my town. I started selling cars in 1991. So he has a business there uh, in the uh, east side, uh, kind of along the um, uh, Clear Lake area, South Grand area. Um, there's several parcels of land that... Uh, are uh, in this mix. I think it's all on South Grand, actually, not Clear Lake. Uh, but anyways, uh, here is more from Paul talking about why he opposes this idea. That a few people control the city council. And he says, listen, uh, this is going to cost him. It's going to cost a lot of businesses there. He laid out a bunch of different reasons. And then he started questioning the, I guess, the motive. The motives? Yeah. That's I asked, how could that be? The answers were too ugly to even be made public in this forum. Yeah. But if this is a true, if that is true, uh -oh. if that's true, and I don't believe it's true, but if it's true, this is not fit for public service. Please allow me to sit necessary. here and listen to you. Bad I've got two just seconds. I'm, not I'm just to not going to do it. Well, I your five run. minutes are up. Well, please allow for the time necessary. He's, he's past time. This is ridiculous. I've got about one more minute if you can okay. stand it. I'm talking <laughs> as fast as I can. We I apologize. But please allow the for the time necessary to have a discussion in committee and make a fair and unbiased business decision concerning my general business three commercial street. So essentially, he's in unincorporated Sangamon County. All right. He doesn't want to go into Springfield because that will involve a whole bunch of different types of regulations and uh, building uh, things that he have to follow. Uh, apparently, we'll find out a little bit later on. He wants to get video gaming at his car dealership and a variety of other things. It was video gaming at the car dealership? Here's the mayor. I do not see... We're here, uh, back to Paul. We'll get to the mayor in a moment. I do not see any special favor. I realize some parties are not excited by adult beverages or gaming entertainment. This should not be a reason to reject a discourse on an issue. So he, he shares that he, uh, he did go to city council to address them a couple of weeks ago and i remember hearing this uh somebody got up and said i had a whole thing ready to go but i'm a little out of my element can i get everybody's phone number and i'll talk to you then he then said that he went out and talked to made phone calls around and uh didn't get much of a response back he said you're here's the here's the mayor you're nervous or what have I was you pretty nervous i had already called the uh, you seem pretty this, polished though well I, I wrote it up this time so that i could read a mm -hmm. speech and not have to and you did well from the cuff I did contact Frank Lesko's office. I did tell them I wanted to speak at the two meetings in a row. At the first meeting, I came forth, and I just kind of froze up. So I said, hey, can I get everybody's phone number? None of you returned my call. Yeah, that's being disputed. Here's more from the mayor. Nine vacant properties. That's not acceptable anywhere. We have them all over the town. We're trying to work on that. Clear Lake, one of the, that's one of our main corridors coming in. And people say, why don't you beautify it? Well, because they're not in the city. People don't understand that. Yeah. It's in the city of Springfield. Uh, by name, but not within the corporate limits. So we cannot provide our resources to beautify that area. But we intend to do that. 
how long that will take, it depends on those resources, but that's going to be the focus. So it's one of the you know main issues here is um, the main corridors coming into the city and how the city needs to, um, it believes, uh, control those things better. Uh, back to the issue of uh, none of the aldermen calling back uh, Lejeune. I didn't return Here's your call, Donald sir, because you called and got me when I, when I answered the phone and we spoke for about 20 minutes. Uh, that's a fact. And uh, three, three parties you and I, you and I spoke. Call. So I just said the majority. To say that we all didn't return your call, well, I, I didn't. didn't need to because we spoke. He, he did say you guys didn't return my call. Yeah. But now he's saying only three of you didn't return my call and so on. Uh, here's Alderwoman DeCenso. Respectfully, you don't know the discussions we have with each other, with community members, with people who call us and say, you know, please annex this or please don't annex this or whatever the situation is. So whether we talk to you or not, we're still gathering information. Um, I didn't call you back. I have a full-time job that um, that is very demanding. So I did not return your call. Um, I'm not even going to apologize for it because I had the information I needed. Yeah. So. Also, she's not your alder. <laughs> right. <laughs> she's on the other side of town. I mean, I don't know why it would be important for you to talk to her. No alder person is uh, the alder person right. for He's this business owner. Yeah. Uh, here's uh, alderwoman. Once you're incorporated, you'll have an yeah. alderman. Then you'll be able to get a real then good voice. Then you'll be able to call and bitch yeah. all you want. All right. Here's uh, alderwoman. Question. Uh, so my understanding is, is that what you would like to do with your property eventually is, is have a gaming facility. That is correct. Okay. Is there any reason for you to believe that you could not bring that petition back uh, should your property be annexed into the city? Well, I had a very difficult time um, getting that message through with Mrs. Turner. She didn't, she appeared to be kind of like in a prohibitionist stance and I, and we had a long conversation. I'll, I'll give her the, uh, some credit. She showed up at the car lot and we spoke, but prohibition's long over. That's a hundred years ago. This is a legal business model I'm after. It's not illegal. The county thinks it's a great model for the area. So he's essentially kind of protecting his own. Now, that's not the only argument that was brought up. Again, this guy, Lejeune, you only get five minutes, right? It's up to the yeah. chair. But he took like 30 minutes. Oh, man. Right, and he just went on and on and on and on. Uh, more from Connolly. This annexation is something that for the, the greater good of the city, we are trying to close holes in the city so that we can provide services. And here's Alderwoman Turner. That does not mean... Now, let's go to Turner. There's a bunch of bites here. Here we go. Because these are hole-in-the-donut properties for which the city <sighs> provides a lot of services just because of where they're located that we do not get compensated for. They're not included within our budget. Eh, that's disputed as well. A little bit later on, we'll hear, but uh, here's Alderwoman Turner. Of that, because we have areas that are, are that we've been working on to upgrade and clean up, and then you have a blighted area and along that way. We can't do anything to address that because those are not properties that we have that we have ownership of or that we can avail those property owners of city resources. Again, kind of reiterating um, the mayor's position on this, right? We want to beautify some areas, but they don't have any control over them and so on. Uh, here's some more from Alderwoman Turner. The east side of Springfield is in dire need of economic development. And uh, we have all been, well, not all of us, some of us have been working very hard to change that. So cleaning it up, covering services that are not paid for and economic development, some of the major issues. 
uh, some of the business owners dispute some of those things, right? And we'll get to that coming up after we can get Mr. Lejeune. No offense, but he needs to get away from the podium because yeah, it's been 30 minutes. For <laughs> Here's Hanauer. <laughs> uh, it's not a power grab. That's not uh, Hanauer. That's Turner. Man, I slipped up here. There we go. Here's uh, here's Hanauer. With all due respect, this gentleman has has taken up a half hour. And we're, we're, we're dealing with a five minute, you know, okay. I mean, at some point in time, the, the question's going to get called if we can right. continue down this avenue. Or we're going to have to do news and then revisit the whole <laughs> issue. So we'll hear from more business owners, from some aldermen as well. And um, we'll also get to Alderman McMiniman not getting his way uh, when it comes to $50,000 for Downtown Springfield mm. Incorporated. All right. <laughs> Let's get back to the roundup. All right, so long meeting last night. Uh, dominating was the um, 51 acres along uh, South Grand on the east side of Springfield. Mm -hmm. The city of Springfield wanted to uh, essentially bring into the city, which would give it increased taxes on sales and property and all that jazz. Uh, so we heard uh, Alderman Hanauer essentially say, okay, this one business owner said 30 minutes. There are other people here to speak. Let's hear them speak. But before we get to that, um, uh, he continued to speak, the business owner. So even after Hanauer's like, you've had 30 minutes, let's go, chop, chop. Just at a business owner like me who wants well, to switch Mayor, business I really models. Think you're, you're, you've exhausted all the yeah. patience yes. of the council. Oh, uh, anything else? McMiniman's like, wrap it up, B. I apologize. Wrap it up, B. Wrap it up. All right. Um, so we get another business owner here. Okay. Uh, my name is Gary Budd. Actually, I don't think he's a business owner. Uh, he is. Please uh, tell a me citizen. his last name is Melman. Uh, Webb, I believe. Oh, Gary got it. Uh, he he talks about he, <laughs> he he raised his voice quite a bit and uh, was borderline yelling. All right. These businesses do not that I have got to talk to do not want to go into the city. Some of those projected within three to five years, they will be out of business. These are, most of these businesses are mom and pop business that started back in the 50s and 60s, guys. So there's some businesses already there, uh, and they feel that they may have to close up shop after a number of years because well, of the increased operating costs. Oh. It's not. Because what, what why? Kind of, because of increased operating cost, because they're going to be paying higher taxes, oh. and also you have a higher sales tax, oh. which businesses that sell goods, All right. they're not going to be as competitive anymore. Uh -huh. So uh, that was uh, one of the many different um, reasons that uh, Melissa Dannenberger uh, stood up and opposed it as a business owner. I am co-owner of Prairie Wholesale Supply, which sells exterior building products. I'm 2605 South Grand Avenue East in the annexation area in question. And she goes on to talk more about some of her concerns. We do not have city water. We don't have city sewer. We call the county if we need assistance. We pay for fire protection. So some of those arguments for annexation were saying, well, they don't, you know, we need to recoup our costs for certain things um, that may be implied like fire protection. But... Those in the unincorporated areas do pay for fire protection, mm -hmm. uh, or they don't have municipal water or municipal sewer. They may have a septic or a well mm -hmm. or something along those lines. So, uh, you know, 
there's arguments on both sides of this that I think really need to be hashed out. More from uh, Ms. Dannenberger. Annexing into the city will do nothing but raise our operating expense. And this year we're competing now with another player in town, Lumberyard Supply. So I'm, we've been there for over 60 years. We keep our property nice. We pick up other people's trash because we have constant foot traffic. This past summer, our building was sprayed with bullets. Oh, we had a car go through God. our fence. I mean, this area is not that attractive to other businesses, I don't think. And I think we ought to preserve the businesses that are there. And so doing an annexation and bringing them all in, it could cause some businesses to close. She continues. The increased costs in sales tax and property tax, you know, we use that as an incentive to our customers, you know, hey, you don't pay, you know, we're two and a half percent less. And uh, I just don't think that it will, it's a good move for my business. Like I said, that's been there over 60 years. So she, of course, opposes it. Um, mm -hmm. Another business owner. My name is uh, Ken Miller. My family runs an autocraft body shop at 2500 block of South Grand. He said, listen, uh, family's been around for a long time. They specifically bought this property back in the day because it was not part of oh. Springfield. Uh, and he also uh, kind of equated... <laughs> Annexation to, like, for instance, when a country, uh, like Russia, yes, uh, looks at a property such as like Crimea, right, and then wants to force its will onto just, its sort of, its neighbor, and just decides to take it, and just decides to annex it, right? Mm -hmm. He says that that's essentially what's happening right now. You have somebody independently operating fine in their situation, not asking to be annexed into the city. But then they're going to be forced to be annexed into the city. Mm. And then that inc incurs other costs and, and whatnot. Um, he, he makes an interesting statement here at the end. Is the city a city that's acceptant and respects its neighbors? Or is it a city that's going to force itself on its neighbors? Mm. He says that uh, aldermen are going to be judged for how they vote. It wants to make you part of it. Well, but he doesn't want to be part of it. Oh, okay. He's fine with the representation he has in Sangamon County. Uh -huh. He's fine with the taxes he's paying in Sangamon County. Uh, as most of the businesses were essentially laying out there. So it wasn't just the guy who took 35 minutes in front of the council to, you know, cast huh. shade and say some of them might be corrupt. And then, <laughs> you know, nobody called him back when he people did. did. Say, and, he did um, imply that. He yeah. did imply that. Uh, and then uh, it's not just him wanting to get, you know, a liquor license to be able to do video gaming at his car dealership. No, there were other businesses there that had significant concerns. The increased operating cost because of high property taxes, higher uh, sales taxes, uh, a variety of other things making them less competitive. Uh, those are some legitimate concerns that I think needed to be aired. But Alderman McMiniman laid out uh, at least why he thinks annexation is important. Some new tax on the real estate tax part of things, some taxes go away. You won't be paying that fire protection tax anymore that's on your real estate bill. You won't be paying the highway uh, township portion of the real estate tax anymore. You will be paying a municipal um, real estate tax from the city of Springfield. The city does gain significant revenue from this, not just from the sales tax that would come to the city, but also there's per capita taxes that we get from the state of Illinois. 
um, uh, income taxes are distributed to the municipalities on a pro rata basis based on the population. Municipal uh, fuel taxes are dist redistributed that way. So you're correct that the city is trying to um, strengthen itself and you're correct, it may be at the detriment of the township. So hmm. he lays it out there. There's a variety of different factors involved. And it got approved. So, so they're going to annex it? They annexed oh, it. Oh, they annexed That's it. Done. Okay. That's done. Uh, it's a done deal. You can go ahead and wipe your hands so they that appreciate one. your argument, but we're annexing you. Anyway. Right, pretty much. All right. Um, so you've gotten text messages about this. Yes. Um, and again, it, it doesn't come across as drama-filled in the audio. Uh, so just so people know, but we will fill you in on what happened. What happened, essentially, there was an ordinance to give $50,000 to Downtown Springfield Incorporated. Now, the uh, the question here is, where does the money come from? Does it come from the corporate fund, which, you know, goes to pay for certain things, or does it come from uh, the Visitors and Convention Fund, which mm -hmm. pays for other things? And these are all tax dollars, but um, it's, you know, how the money is spent from which of these funds. Uh, here's Alderman McMiniman kind of concerned about the direction of this. This is a last-minute change that uh, I, I can we just uh, hold this for a while? Because I, I I just I'd like to see what the budget provided for. Because well, uh, originally it was coming out of uh, CVB money, right? But then it was changed to come out of the corporate fund. Actually, so it wasn't a last-minute change. It was just a typo. This is a typo, Val Yazel says. So McMiniman continues. The corporate fund really is what needs to be used to fund our police, fire protection, and our pensions. And to start using it for other uses, I think, um, is a bad precedent. So he wanted to amend it to have it go out of the Commissioners and Visitors Bureau. All right. All right, so here's the, that moment. Was there a motion to amend there? Mm -hmm. So if someone wants to, uh, you can reverse it if you like, but we need to take action on this ordinance tonight. Regardless. Point of order, have we, have we amended the ordinance or not? We have. We haven't met. So I'll um, ask for a re-vote then, okay. since I was on the prevailing side, not knowing what There's we were There's a amending. motion for it to rescind the amendment, to uh, reverse it from corporate fund to back to Convention Visitors Bureau. Is there a second? Bells for lack of a second. So any further discussion on the ordinance as amended? All those in favor of the motion, vote yes. Those opposed, vote no. The voting is now open. Hmm. So no second. No second on his uh, oh, motion hear, to amend. I hear papers being gathered. And the ordinance passes with seven voting yes, one voting no, and one voting present. So no, uh, no second on his motion to amend. So they went right to voting for the ordinance to give $50,000 out of the passed. corporate fund to DSI, and it passed. And you're told, I didn't see this. I was told that Joe McMahon, that the sound of gathering papers was him. He gathered all this stuff, and he left. There you go. That was the tail end of the meeting anyways. There was only about, um, let's see here. There's only about eight minutes left, but... Yeah, that uh, he, he, didn't, he didn't make too much of a scene, yeah, at least in the audio. I was told he didn't uh, stick around. It's your council roundup. Right. Thank you, Greg.